the star before I'm told But the bottom of knows that I'm going too old Confused what I thought was something I felt Confused what I feel was something that's real After hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network, I am the owner of RAWF, Lord Amadeus, and with me, as he always is, the one and only.
Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Good evening, El Vacant. Hola, señor. Come on. So, did you have a good uh, holiday? Did you have a good happy New Year? What did you What did you do to celebrate uh, the New Year last week? Oh well, you know, I, I well, actually, I, I, I may have perhaps, you know, used the plane again to fly back to meet those lovely ladies again. As you know, I had to do something. They, they told me to come back anytime, so I did. So wait, wait, wait. Did you do that before New Year's or at, for for New? Year? So yes. Did you you flew over there and uh, you know what what is what is what goes? I know the ball doesn't drop over there. What do they do for New so, Year's so in Japan? I flew over there, right? See, and did their mm-hmm. New Year's, and then we all flew back and did our New Year's. Well, that's kind of cool. But I, time so. So you went from New Year's Day back to, if you went from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day back to New Year's Eve back to New Year's Day. See. Wow. Impressive. Sounds sounds like fun. Well, I'm glad uh, and and you had a whole week to recover, thank goodness. So you seem a little quicker <laughs> than the la- after the last time. All right. Well, great. Two weeks ago, though, of course, we were off last week for our holiday, for our vacation, and it was a lot of fun. Recharge the batteries, but since the jingle hell yeah, you, seem, you seem a little bit more uh, peppy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely, definitely enjoyed my week off. Did you do anything fun? Uh, I'll, I'll skip the details. Let's just no, I see. <clears throat> At any Mr. Vegas boy went home, didn't he? Hmm. Little um, Mr. Vegas boy went home, I think. Um, maybe. Just, just, just maybe. It's what happens in Vegas? You know what they say. Mm-hmm. But at Eddie who, ladies and gentlemen, Jingo Hall Rock, of course, uh, came to us from Milwaukee a couple weeks ago, and uh, here's what we've got uh, for finals for the. For final results, just give me a second here. All right. Well, first of all, the big news is we have a new world heavyweight champion as Claymore defeated the immortal Griffith to become a two-time world heavyweight champion. Congratulations to Claymore. Uh, that was, you know, it, we we wondered whether it would what would happen here, and this was certainly uh, certainly an interesting matchup. We knew Claymore was looking to finish 2021 on a high note. He certainly did. Uh, and anything you took away from that match, Elvacan? Uh, apparently, you know that that curse is still going hard and strong. I'm just saying, like the, the, that this this guy gets himself a world title shot and, and a, or world title belt, and next thing you know, apparently he turns into the biggest curtain jerker you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I I hate to agree. I hate to, but I mean, we do know Griff's. Griff has won the title many, many, many times, but he is yet to hold it longer than maybe a couple of months in any of those given reigns. So, yeah, there's definitely some sort of something going on there. But uh, congratulations to Claymore. We knew he is he is now a two-time World Heavyweight Champion. We also have a new Platinum Dragon Champion as Lady Vex defeated Iceman King Parsons to become the new Platinum Dragon Champion. Uh, so she adds that to her resume now, as well as being the first ever two-time holder, of the, as far as women go, of the World Heavyweight Championship, and of course all her other accolades. Uh, 
defeating Iceman King Parsons for the Platinum Dragon Championship. Congratulations to Vex. Uh, Paragon of Greatness defeated Mithras to retain his national championship. It was a heck of a match, uh, certainly, and congratulations to Paragon. He's on, he's on quite the roll here as national champion, and he, he hasn't had easy defenses, uh, El Vacant. He's, he's, he's basically beating everybody on in his past since winning that national title a few months ago. Um, See? Could we, we could be seeing a record national title uh, reign if, if Paragon keeps this up. Uh, Tiger. I mean, I, still- I'll be honest. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like what, I mean, have we had anyone who set a particularly long winning streak with that belt? Is, I mean, is it I going mean, to be a difficult title uh, uh, record to, uh, to take? Or Actually, I, I, now I would have to go back and look and see how, exa- how long his reign was. But Frozen Rage was at one point the longest reigning national title holder. Uh, I would, yeah, well, it, this was way back. Uh, in the day, Frozen Rage was national champion for quite a few months. I will have to go back and look and see exact compare the two reigns and see how close Paragon is. Tigris is still your estrogen champion after defeating Vex. It wasn't all good for Vex last night, but I'm sure she will set, be. She's happy with the Platinum Dragon Championship win. Uh, I would hope. So. I would think. I would think. Not that the not that adding the estrogen wouldn't have been another. Huge, uh, huge accomplishment. But Tigris was managed to be able to beat Vex. Cougar is the Cougar is still your Fubar City champion after defeating Beast. Mabel Hare still your Midnight Hobo champion after defeating her her friend Crushing Kelly. We are still awaiting the Triple Crown Championship match. There was one match left. Still waiting. It will eat, but I can tell you, it will either be. Luke retaining or Boney, I believe, will could possibly win the Triple Crown Champions. Down to those two, these has been eliminated. Now, uh, we have a new multimedia champion as Dev defeated Claymore. So Claymore also uh, kind of, he traded one belt for another. He trades in the multimedia title. Well, I don't want to say trade, but he, you know, gave it a, he, he lost that, but he gained the World Heavyweight Championship. I think you'll call that a fair, a fair trade, if you will. But Dev, congratulations, the new multimedia champion. Coogs also walked out with the Powerball Championship, defeating Boney to become Powerball champion for the first time in her career. Congratulations to Coogs. A good night for her. Um, Swords and Scimitar still your tag team champions after defeating Hawkster and Mithras. We have a new White Lightning champion as Mithras defeated Beast. Was not a good night for Beast. Uh, no. Mithras, Mithras, the title machine, winning his first weight lightning championship in his illustrious RAWF career. Killa Neptune, still your champion's choice champion after defeating Hotshot Chaz. Uh, Tigress defeated the Immortal Griffith to become the new Hatfield and McCoy champion. So two belts now for Tigress uh, and a big win over Griff at Jingle Hell Rock. She ended the year on a strong note. Hawkster is still your Supreme Fighter champion after defeating a D. So another strong finish for Hawkster. Judgment. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm say, I, I will say this now and get ready for it because you're going to hear how he's, you know, two, 2,000 and zero in Candy Kane on a pole matches. But Judgment won 
his candy cane on a pole match oh, against like, John the like Revelator. He won it like he won all the others, it, or like he actually won. A, no, this one was a legitimate. Well, something happened. I'm just gonna say because it was, you know, yeah. Judgment wins. Let's put it that way. It's a, an official W in Judgment's record on candy cane on pole matches. Nightcrawler defeated Crushing Kelly in that Utah Metal Massacre match. And then, okay, so the scissor lift match between Vex and Sheik. You know how we've been looking very much forward to seeing Sheik go splat, right? Yeah. Well, Vex knocked him off the lift. He went flying. Unfortunately, somebody was there to catch him, and of all people for it to be, I, I'm still in disbelief and shock that Mithras, the title machine, cushioned Sheik's fall, okay. was there to cushion Sheik's fall. For some, I, I, I don't I, I don't understand it. But Neither do yeah, I. I was pretty flabbergasted. I was there. I was there. I was standing right there, literally right there. And, uh, you know, I was, I was looking up, of course. I wasn't looking around the sides. But I, I was looking up. I saw Sheik come off, come falling, falling, falling. When he landed, it was on top of Mithras the title machine. Well, and may, was, may, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk to him later. Maybe, maybe he was just like out there trying to like, you know, point at the landing area for Vex and just was too close and got hit. Like maybe. I don't know. I got nothing. I, I got nothing on this. This, this one baffles me as well. Uh, it's, it's certainly, a, a, yeah. It, it, but we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Bloodbath match. It was Boney over Alex Caliber. Uh, Aaron McFadden defeated Denunzio in their Hell in a Cell match. Um, Strangleheart defeated Coogs in their Texas Bull Rope match. Uh, and actually, there's some other matches I need to go look at, and I'll announce the leader in the show. But uh, I've got all the big ones here. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, congratulations to Claymore, new World Heavyweight Champion. Vex is your new Platinum Dragon Champion. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there were, some, there were a lot of title changes in this in, to end the year. A lot of people ended strong, some not so much. Uh, what did you take away from Jingle Hell Rock? Anything, anything st- stand out to you, all vacant? I mean, the sales of the the the, the Mexican hot chocolate were amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed that. I'm glad oh, yeah, you enjoyed that. Uh, so, 2020 is now officially in the books, except for one match from Jingle Hell Rock. But you know, we'll announce the winner of that next week. <clears throat> Um. Oh, I just just I'm just now getting this news here. Hold on a second. Somebody just moments ago. Yep. Just a few minutes ago, ladies and gentlemen, not too long ago, Boney defeated Luke Cage and Dees to become the new Triple Crown champion. So live here on air, I'll go ahead and go assign him that championship. So congratulations to Boney, your new Triple Crown champion. He is 
So that's official. All right. Thank you, thank you, Dan. That come on, coming in from RAWF reporter. Um, what is? I forget his damn name. Not Dan Levitan. Anyways, Doc. No, it wasn't Doc. Uh, actually, he goes Ken? by. He get, what's that? Ken. Vance. That's who it was. Oh, Vance. Vance. I mean, we have we have a bunch. I was just gonna start going through the names. All right. Well, at any rate, uh, moving along. So 2020 in the books. Let's uh, jump on and get the rankings out of the way, L Vacant. So uh, I sent you the list. Have fun. So this is uh, basically everything except for Jingle Hell Rock, I believe. Um, So keep that in mind. You know know how you did the pay-per-view. That might, uh, you know, swing some people this way or that way. All right. Here we go. In 25th position, we have the longest name ever, Mrs. Luzon Warrior Queen Falcon Badger Hawk. Jaguar, I don't know. All right. In 24th place, we have Magnificent Michael. In 23rd place, we have Slashy. In 22nd place, we have Papa Shaker. That can be kind of fun to say, Papa Shaker. You kind of want to have a little little Latino music with that. All right. In 21st place, we have a little unsettled Chris Cage, most aptly named person in all of wrestling. In 20th place, we have the power player himself, Luke Cage. In 19th place, we have our current national champion, the Paragon of Greatness. In 18th place, we have our current Estrogen and Hatfield McCoy champion, Tigris. Oh, what a Tigris. In 17th position, we have, oh, look at this, Domino Warrior in 17th place. Good for her. In 16th place, we have our, our, our rule, it's Wolfie, that's right, in 16th place. In 15th place, we have our current Midnight Hobo champion. Hola, babe. I see you out there. Hey, hey, hey little, little breathing room there to you, too. I see you. All right. Uh, in, uh, where, what? <clears throat> in 14th place, we have the Iceman King Parsons. I've got a little bit of agua here. Ah, that's better. <clears throat> All right. In 13th place, we have Money Sue. In 12th place, we have D's. In 11th place, we have Crushing Kelly. <coughs> in 10th place, we have Liam O'Shaughnessy. Oh, hold on. i got to get my breath for this one. In 9th place, we have our current Saturday Night Champion. Beast. And in 8th place, we have Strangleheart. In 7th place, we have our current World Champion Claymore. In sixth place, we have our current men's and ultimate gauntlet champion. That's so much easier to say now. You just, just, I can just two things. No, no more than six, six. Two things. Uh, it's Mortal Griffith. In fifth place, we have Size. In fourth place, oh, look at this. I haven't seen him up here in a while. In fourth place, we have our current champion's choice champion, Killer Neptune. In third place, we have the Supreme Fighter champion, the Hawkster Bully. In second place, we have our current Platinum Dragon champion, Lady Vex. And in first place with a bullet, we have our current White Lightning champion, Mithras. Oh, looks like uh, these things don't change up. Claymore might have his hands busy coming up. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how this all plays out and finishes up. We will have final rankings next weekend as well as contender matches announced. So, all right. Also, a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, Saturday Night Championship to be defended tonight. Our reigning champion right now, of course, is 
I'm not gonna try. I'll try. I'm try it. Beast. How that? That was pretty good, actually. Beast will defend the Saturday Night Championship tonight at the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, against a randomly chosen opponent from the chat by the chosen by the championship committee. All right. So, with that being said, let's see here. Let's get to some GM reports. We will start with our Hatfield and McCoy GM, Mr. R.A.W.F., Mr. Excitement, the icon, the puppet master. He is the one and only. Good evening, Judge. Good evening, I'm the guest. Hello, Elvis. Hiya, congratulations, Iron Order. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. We'll touch that later on. I mean, yes, what we got going on right now, though, at Hatfield McCoy's is the tournament has started. I dropped the whole thing that I was trying to do. It's too confusing to some people. Some people yeah, complain. They didn't like it. So I went back to just doing the basic tournament thing style. So I did that, and the ones that the ones that are in are in, and Tigress, Tigress, how you want to say her name, Tigs, is actually in the tournament, and if she wins, she gets to choose her opponent out of the people who are in the tournament right now. And it's still too early to say who was who they had because it was just round one ended the other day, so or still maybe in round one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Judgment. Thank you very much. Uh, stick around. Um, we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you about your historic win at Jingle Hell Rock in just a little bit. It was historical. Okay, sure. All right. Uh, next up, I've got a thirty-two to one report from Raven, and the thing, and it is she was supposed to close signups yesterday, but she did not get all the thirty-two people signed up. She needs three more people, folks. Um, if you have not signed up for thirty-two to one, this is your last chance. Uh, if she does not get the 32 people by tomorrow, uh, um, we may have to uh, skip this month's 32 to 1. Uh, but please, so please, three people go sign up for 32 to 1. Don't don't make me have to do it. I don't want to sign up. Well, okay, I wouldn't mind it, I suppose, but still, uh, I'd rather see some of you folks get in there before I have to jump in there and and win it all. You know, I, I really I. Am I going to have to go in there and show people what a proper luchador does? 
I mean, you could, but how are you going to do that? Like where, where, do we find, where do we find a proper luchador? Oh, I see what you did there. Okay. You know, you know, you know, last time, last time you got mouthy like this, I threw you into the fifth row. Well, yeah, but you know, luchadors don't generally tend to throw people into the fifth row. They, you know, they no, have to actually. Dive into the, you know, yeah, I, I, say, I didn't see you doing any diving in that match. I, you what, know, but then again, I don't I did, remember. I did Hurricane Rana. I did. Uh, I did a top rope elbow drop. I, I, okay. I'm luchador. I do. I do very traditional Mexican moves. All right. But anywho, ladies and gentlemen, three people still needed for the 32 to 1. The scene is, of course, on the RAWF main page. Uh, Go click on it if you haven't signed up and get in there. Three slots remaining. Uh, Tag report. Tags round one started and sign up for the extra points tournament will be closing tonight. All right. So the extra points tournament sign that will close tonight and tags round one has started. That from Unstoppabot. All right. Moving right along, let's take uh, let's talk to our high voltage invitational and anything goes GM. She is the one and only. Gentlemen, the first lady of anarchy. She is the cougar. Good evening, cougs. Good evening, LA. Hello, Vincent. How are you? Como esta? Bien, Probably not as good as you right now. <laughs> All right. Probably well, not. Real quick, cougs. Before I, before I let you begin, I want to uh, denunciate. Mike Denunzio and Liam O'Shaughnessy were brawling out in the chat room, uh, make, be, causing quite a stir. They had to be ejected from the chat, escorted out of the building. So uh, I don't know what that's – I, I kind of know what that's about. Uh, those two have been having their issues as of late. Uh, we'll probably have to discuss that here later in the program. But Coogs, sorry to interrupt. How are you this evening? How was your New Year? I'm quite well. My New Year's was quite – um, interesting. I was uh, in C, come back to reality, I guess you would say. And then we spent the time with the family and the babies. Oh, good, good. Congratulations, by the way, on your victories at Jingle Hell Rock. But we'll get to those in just a little while. What can you tell us is going on with the brand new Anything Goes Divisions? Anything goes. We have had a lot of people get to move into the next round. 
due to the failure to follow the stipulations that are posted not only in the match, but in the scene, and the match is also listed in the title of each match. So we have Calvin Clark, Hot Cheese, Hot Shot Chaz, Hawkster Bully, Tad Dennis, Chris Cage, DW, Crazy Mama, Simply the Best, uh, Lyman O'Shaughnessy, Denunzio, Boney, Paragon, IKP, Katrina Havoc, uh, Kelly, Sice, uh, Hunter Breeden, Mithras, Jake Bagwell, Zyber, the Cumian Maniac, Alex Caliber, and Wolfie all moving into the next round. We are waiting for Hobo and Killer Neptune to finish their match. And as soon as that's done, I can start the next round. All right. And it, has it been as chaotic as you imagined it would be, Kooks? Not necessarily chaotic. It's just a lot of us are those ones that we jump in the match, we don't pay attention, and we go. And this one's I'm hoping that maybe next season everybody will realize, whoops, i got to slow down and see where my rules are and pay attention. All right. Silly Cougar thinking people are going to pay attention. (laughs) I'm trying to have hope. It's a new year. I mean, okay. (laughs) It can't get much worse, right? High Voltage Invitational. Anything to report there? I know it's very early. High Voltage Invitational. Uh, we do have one already in the finals, and that's Moose versus Hunter Breeden. And this is the first season in two years in which the champion has attempted to get a slot in the current season. Hmm. So, and Mithras is still trying to get a shot at a finals in one of the tournaments. He's going against Strangleheart. That match hasn't quite finished yet. And uh, if he does get into the season and he does happen to win, he will get to choose his opponent, just like with any other championship. I'm just trying to decide if it will be just out of the eight that were in the season or if it will be out of anybody that attempted to get into the season. I am leaning towards the eight that were in the season. Okay. And that, 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 to me, that sounds like the logical, logical uh, choice, but I, it is your division. So I will allow you, you know, you make that decision. If you, if that's what you feel like, I got your back either way. All right. Okay. You do you, Googs. You do you. <laughs> I always do. I thought that actually was usually his job, but never mind. Uh, All right, next up He is our ultimate gauntlet GM He is the one and only Recognize that I am not alive I survive, I'm the pants in the hourglass of time I'm the chalk line, outline, everything is mine From the grid to the earth to the shadows fall behind I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright I'm eternal, I'm the reason that this day turns night I'm the water and the sun, I'm the bullet in your gun Go ahead, your family slam. Fuck around, beat the next hologram, bitch. 
the Paragon of Greatness. Good evening, Paragon. Good evening, LA. It's been a couple of weeks, and we've got ourselves some gauntlet updates to make over that time. We started off this run with Lady Vex beginning her run, and she defeated Crushing Kelly in a very surprise situation as the Lady Vex curse slash gift lives on as she is the only person to compete in the ultimate gauntlet and every single run that she has been on she has won a match via timeout and she advances to her first win she then goes on to defeat dev however the curse slash gift does not help her benefit winning the gauntlet as she falls to slashy Slashy then goes on to face Strangleheart, who defeats Slashy and ends his run. Strangleheart goes on to face Iceman King Parsons, who defeats Strangleheart and ends that run. Iceman King Parsons currently against Simply the Best in a match that started just today. Lots of things going on. Lots of runs ending very quickly over the last couple of weeks. It's an exciting time for the Ultimate Gauntlet. All right. Wow. Certainly sounds like a lot of action going on there, Paragon. Thank you very much. And uh, that is, we will keep keep us apprised of the situation. We'll see if anybody, it's only been, it's been done a few times now, Ultimate Gauntlet, uh, but it's not easy to win five matches in a row. Uh, right now, the current champion is the Immortal Griffith. So, all right. With all that being said, as I said, 2020 has come to a close, but we have a special report tonight from a lady who has been keeping track of all the scenes this year made in in RAWF in 2020. Some things we're going to talk about with the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, Lady Vex is here. She's been kind enough uh, starting last year to keep a, a spreadsheet with all the links to all the scenes made in R.A.W.F. over since the start of 2020. And uh, Vex, first of all, thank you for all the work you've been putting into that spreadsheet. And uh, it was not an easy job in 2020, was it? Was it? <laughs> you know, um, I, I thought, you know, we don't we don't make that many scenes in R.A.W.F. Not, not at all. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, not like um, you wallflowers. Yeah, these guys, let me just say, um, 
the month with the most scenes was a month I spent running after everybody. Um, it seemed like every day there was five more. Uh, there were really that many scenes going on. Um, I don't have averages. I only have month by month totals because this is this has been absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> but it has been fun. Um, it has been useful because we've been able to go back and say, hey, you know, right before Love Hurts, did I actually do that promo or did I do it after? Um, so I'm I'm really happy that this has worked out and that people do use it. Well, I mean, and I'm, yeah, I'm glad people do go and look and find out what, you know, and you can go and see every scene made in R.A.W.F., over the last year, and of course, we've we're already into 2021. Uh, but so, is there a particular person that made the most scenes last year? You know, it's really weird. There, there's one person that made 65 scenes in RAWF in 2020. I, some blonde. I don't know. I, I think it's because of the hair, or or something. I, who knows? Um, Lord. Amadeus? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm number one. Uh, um, no, <laughs> let's be honest. Of course, follow- I'm going to be. I should be number one. I'm the damn owner of the freaking company, but okay. So, yes, I made 65 scenes. That's all. Good Lord. It seems like I made more than that. 65 but- scenes. I know. It, it does. Um, and that's just, you know, official scenes to, to really come down and realize that. You had 65 scenes of official nature in R.A.W.F. in one year. <laughs> um, it's well, it's mind-blowing. I mean, this does include press releases and scenes in one total. I did not separate those. All right. So, well, okay. So, obviously, I was going to be number one. At least that, that's the way it should be when you're the company owner. Who I mean, one was the second? <laughs> Um, second place. I, I had a feeling this one was coming. Absolutely had a feeling it was coming. I did not realize with almost every knows everyone knows that a year has 52 weeks. This person had 48 scenes. That is almost a scene every week. Uh, some weeks there were three of them. Um, and it seemed at one point that keeping count wasn't exactly, um, as easy as advertised. That would be Mithras. Well, so, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, that's part <laughs> of the reason he ranked number one overall in 2020. He was very vocal, made a lot of scenes, and well, of course won a lot of ma- matches. And for the majority of the year, was the World Heavyweight Champion. So, I mean, that one stands to reason. So, what, what other interesting stats can you get out of this? Do you have for us on this? <laughs> any, any, anything else that stood out to you that you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> well, you know, November was wild. We had 87 scenes in November, and I thought I was running my ass off for that month. I didn't realize how close second was for as far as months, where March had 71. Um, everyone knows everything went crazy about March, Fe- end of February, March, uh, April, but March it really picked up. The lowest was uh, January and August at 32 and 33. That's still pretty much a scene for every day of the month. Some of them had 
an, an average of two themes for every day of the month, but it's, it definitely go, ebbs and flows. It, you know, it starts January 32, February 45, March at 71. You know, it's, it's really interesting to see. And uh, looking at these numbers and, you know, the people that you think are the talkers, you didn't realize Cougar made 34 scenes on her own, and those weren't all GM scenes. She had plenty of storyline scenes going on with that. So, yeah, um, I will be, I might make a press release with the stats for everybody because the uh, the counts aren't exactly easy. A lot of you changed your names. And so if you hit the search for your name um, as it is now, it may not be quite the same. So we'll see cough, about doing Jeff, that cough. a little bit later. How many scenes did El Vega <laughs> make? Oh, my God. You know, that's really funny because El Vacant has just as many scenes as Juan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Big, big goose egg. <laughs> I don't need to make a scene. I have decorum. <laughs> you are a blow-up doll. <laughs> uh, well, I, mean, um, I know I saw... Let's see here. Chris Cage, you had 28. You were number five for the month. I don't know if anyone else um, is curious, but we'll probably post that here. Uh, but for as far as, um, let's go top ten. It was L.A., Mithras, Cougar, Beast, Chris Cage, Hobo, Nightcrawler, Liam, Judgment, and myself at 19. We were tied, actually. There's a few more. Uh, Claymore and IKP were at 19 as well with us. So, yeah, this this has been an experiment and uh, really something I've had to try to figure out because um, for me, if a scene is made right now, it's 943. But for somewhere, you know, over in the UK, it's already the next day. So you might think you made it after midnight. Um, it just really depends on where my hour lies in uh, relativity to yours. All right. Well, thank you, Vex, for for all that work on that spreadsheet and all the work you've done and all the work you continue to do on it. Um, and uh, yeah, it is it is on the main page, ladies and gentlemen. It has been all year, where you can go and look up all your all your scenes, all everybody's scenes. Including every superstars, every pay per view, every scene I've made. Sixty five. Good lord. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right, Vex. That, that's twenty thousand coins each. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> I know you'd like um, that number. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, it is what it is and that I mean you can't do a co- a proper company without some good scenes, so but I I have a feeling I have a feeling if I've made sixty five scenes I have a feeling my graphic count is out the is off the charts. How many graphics have I made over the past year? Yeah. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not asking you to go count because that no. Uh, no I don't I don't have access to all of that. I it yeah. was hard enough finding all the graphics you've made of me in four years. <laughs> That's right. You did do that. That had to have been fun. I did. 
a lot mm. of uh, pay-per-views I got to go back and read back over. And uh, there were some interesting moments over the last few years. All right. Thank you very much, Vex. Stick around. We'll talk about your eventful night at Jingle Hell Rock in just a little while. Uh, but first, tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, superstars will come to you live from the CenturyLink Arena in Boise, Idaho. That's right, Idaho. We're on our way to Idaho tomorrow for Superstars. The main event will be Money Sue defending the Superstars Championship against a Scythe. Also, Men's Arsehole of the Month, Dees, will get his shot at the Men's Championship uh, against the Immortal Griffith tomorrow in Boise as well. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Should be a good card in Boise uh, tomorrow night. Uh, then, of course, next week we will have final rankings and contenders matches on Superstars. Next week, I'll let you all know what those are here next week. All right. With that being said, a couple of things to uh, discuss before we get to talking to people and plus folks don't forget somebody will get a shot at the beat saturday night championship here in just a little while um extra points tournament is due to start here very soon but mithras big reason he was number one in tonight's rankings was because he won the the extra points tournament for this rankings period so congratulations to him. RAWF Christmas Party Tournament hosted by Beast uh, is in round three. Already moving on to the quarterfinals are Sassy Applebee's, uh, Kane the Governor, Andrade De- Dev, Griff, the Hawkster, Lady Vex, and Mithras. Woo, that's going to be quite the finish. We're waiting on SG Gibson versus Boney to see who will face Sassy Applebee's, but we'll have Kane the Governor against Dev. Griff against the Hawkster and Vex against Mithras in the quarterfinals. That ought to be good. The winner, and of course, uh, runner-up gets 100 wrestler bucks. The champion for this tournament gets 500 wrestler bucks. Uh, anything else I need to bring up? Uh, Candy Capers, PG's new uh, P- Psycho Girls new event. Uh, she did not get me a report this week. Hopefully we'll have one for you next week, but that event looks like it's a lot of fun. Uh, she's doing an awesome job. She's going to, from the sounds of it, be doing different events throughout, throughout the time, throughout time here. Uh, and if you win one of her events, you do get to, it's division is now the psycho corner. If you win an event, you get to be the R.A.W.F. Psycho in the R.A.W.F. Psycho Corner t- title. Uh, that's if you win an event. Uh, it is not a title to be defended. It is only, you know, it's a one-time deal. You, you, you hold the title till someone else wins the next event. I do believe that's what PG wants to do with that, which is fine by me. All right. So... With that being said, we're going to take a quick song break. When we return, we'll see if we have if the championship committee has made up their minds yet. And uh, we'll be back after just a few songs. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network.
that I can't carry anymore I'm waiting for somebody else to carry me There's nothing a fan for me It's my door All the people I know on who they used to be And if I try to change my life one more day There would be nobody else to save And I can't change into a person I don't want to be so Oh, it's Saturday
are back. This is RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I'm Lord Amadeus. This is L Vacant. So L Vacant, do I mean we talked about Jingle Hall Rock and everything that happened. We haven't quite talked about all that happened. There was a particularly brutal attack on Iceman King Parsons after his loss to Lady Vex. Uh, it was by it was by um the unsettled Chris Cage, a brutal attack Shocker. on IKP. What's that? Shocker. Well, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It was definitely uh, very brutal. And on a report on, uh, we have a report on IKP's condition by Dan the Man Levitan. <laughs> Against the unsettled Chris Cage, two 
very different do two very dangerous individuals in my opinion so let's get down to ringside i'm hitting the start button now on the saturday night championship match i am posting the link in the chat and i now send it down to doc dillinger and l vacant at ringside all right, thank you, Lord Amadeus. I'm Doc Dillinger. L Vacant, welcome once again. A exciting Saturday night championship match against two of RAWS most dangerous individuals. Would you agree? I would. This is this ought to be an exciting match, and with, uh, without much of a preamble, then uh, Beast, as soon as the bell rings, goes in. They lock up. He tries to go for a hip toss, but uh, looks like Chris uh, was not going to let himself get through him. Chris Cage oh, going at him. Go ahead. Two European uppercuts just pounding into the champion now is the unsettled one. Uh, back rake, stunner, figure four leg lock, and a brain buster. The challenger coming out of the block strong. Can the ch- what does the champion counter with? Foot stomp with a little back rake follow up there. Goes for a mandible claw. Does not get the mandible claw. Here comes the challenger again now. The crowd cheering Chris Cage. Apparently they approve of his uh, his savage nature. Oh, look at that. Just a, just a brutal straight-on punch to the face. Lock, then follows up with a locked-up arm bar. And then, oh, lifts him up. Oh, you would not think a man like Chris would pull, pick someone these sides up. But he just picked him up and slammed him down. A brutal spine buster. Oh, followed up by uh, a choke slam. Oh, my. Oh, my. The unsettled one taking it to the beast of anarchy so much that beast weakly tries to throw a shoulder block and unfazed on the challenger. But then the challenger just taking it to him in this one. This one's getting a little ugly now. Uh, Beast doesn't seem doesn't seem has never been able to get out of the blocks in this one. L vacant another. Another strong flurry of offense by the challenger. The champion needs to do something and do something now or it's going to be over quickly. Brutal Canadian destroyer at the end of that. Considering the nature of Chris Cage it is, it is, and how brutal he can be, how unpredictable. But now the challenger... Uppercut, followed up with a stunner. And he hits him with the, oh, look at that nice little bicycle kick right to the face. Oof. Followed up by his own spine buster. And then they, oh, an elevated power bomb. He's, he, he got taken out recently with that move himself. So he, he must be uh, enjoying using it on someone else. But the challenger is undeterred from that huge offense by the champion. Another European uppercut, side headlock, a spine buster, stunner, and then a brain buster. Craze Cage goes for the cover. One. Two, no, the champion Only two. Out. Only two. Champion now trying to get back into this European uppercut. A chop block, a stunner, a spine buster, and a brain buster. A lot of busters in this match. Hey, don't talk to me, buster. No? Oh, okay, I tried. Yeah, I... I, I got nothing. All right, champion now 
trying to get a breather. Will the cha- does the challenger have what it takes to finish him off? Brutal elbow strike. Nice elbow strike. Yeah. Hip toss. Oh, another Canadian destroyer. And he goes in for the pin. One, two, three. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. We have a new Saturday night champion here tonight to start the year of 2021. He is the unsettled Chris Cage. It was... it. Chris Cage definitely had a message to send tonight. Uh, El Vacant. I wonder if he was if he was sending it uh, to IKP. Uh, certainly, back, I'll send it back up to Lord Amadeus in the studio. El Vacant, uh, you might want to take the elevator. Wow! Congratulations to. The unsettled Chris Cage, your new Saturday night champion. Uh, he will be champion now until uh, his first title defense is is scheduled for February 20th. So you got you're gonna have a nice long several week reign there, uh, Chris, to to enjoy your Saturday night championship. The next title night title defense scheduled for uh, February 20th. All right. So wow, that was uh, something else vacant. What did you? What you were down there? What did you see? What what was was there anything wrong with Beast tonight? Do you, was it Beast or was it all Chris Cage, just having something different in him tonight? Just having some sort of fury. Uh, what did you see in that match tonight? Vacant. Oh, I guess he took the wrong elevator. I don't know. Oh, wait, okay. I'm almost here. I'm almost here. Oh, okay, okay. You get actually back before you ask me questions. You're right. I'm sorry. I I, I forget sometimes when I'm I'm blind. Okay. I'm sorry. So yes, uh, I, you know that Beast just couldn't seem to get out of the gates on that match. I mean, and, and you know, and then when he finally did, it was just you know too little, too late. He was just you know he had taken too much damage to to really you know I, I think be able to effectively make a comeback. Uh, I mean, he tried. Like he fought. He did fight like a champion. He 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 tried to the very end, but I just he couldn't get out of the gates early enough. And and I think you're right. I think Cage went in there maybe trying to send a message, and I think unfortunately he used uh, he used Beast as the the notepad for that message. If you know what I'm saying. Mm, definitely, definitely. It was a brutal looking match. Chris Cage, I think, may have be sending have sent a message to IKP if he was watching from his hospital bed. Uh, so, all right. With that being said, let's get to some callers and talk to them about their Jingle Hell Rock and their what they plan for 2021. We will start with our reigning Midnight Hobo champion. She is the one and only.
set to be the wagon. Oh, <clears throat> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Maeve O'Hare joining us now on After Earth. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, Maeve. Good evening, bossman. Good evening, vacant. Como esta? Hi. I'm doing well. How you doing? Hold on, wait. Come on. I'll be better in a moment. There you go. There it is. Look at that. I'll spend a minute. All right. <laughs> you've been you've been uh, doing more leg work. You're you got more muscle hair than I'm used to. See, see, I, I don't skip leg day. <laughs> How you keeping, boss man? I'm doing fine. I had a good New Year. How was your New Year? It was a bit different than what I'm used to back home, but I had a good time. Oh, good, good. Is it was it was it different from what different kind of New Year than what you're used to here, used to over? I, I mean, it was a lot more festive. I'll put it that way. So it's a different it's a different sort of feeling when you're not celebrating with your folks. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, so, it probably limits some of the 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 the, the, the libations and and yes. Well, <laughs> so I know your Irish. Though. I mean, you, you, they probably you probably drink just as much with your family as you do with your friends. Well, yeah, it's just true. Just true. But um, so, the uh, extra, the extracurriculars are a little different. One would hope. <laughs> All right, so you finished off 2020 strong, retaining your Midnight Hobo Championship against your fellow black Irish uh, comrade, Crushing Kelly. Tell me about the match and what did, how you did it go as you expected. It were um, it were it weren't. I I was expecting a good fight, and I got one. Um, she had a few surprises for me. I weren't. I weren't quite expecting what I got out of her, but to be fair, I know that I weren't the only thing on her plate that night. So, as much as as much as I enjoyed the fight, I I can't say that I'm surprised at retaining. Oh, uh, but okay. overall, it it were it were a good fight. She's she's okay. come a long way since she's been here. She definitely has. There's no doubt about it. She's definitely proved herself to be a, a competitor, a challenge to any title here in RAWS. She's definitely been very strong. She finished off. She, uh, you know, after returning to RAWF late in the year and joining you guys in Black Irish, she has been. She's been quite, uh, how do you say, motivated in a lot of ways. So, but oh, you have she, no idea. You don't share a locker room with her. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, I don't But With that being said, Maeve What are your plans for 2021? I want to hear what what you think Maeve O'Hare's career is going to look like In 2021 Well I said this at the outset And I've, I've been trying to get some homework done on it No one can seem to give me an answer So I'm going to ask you Because it's kind of your job to know these things Other than than Laddie Buck Smith with his twenty seven years holding the belt or whatever it were. Um, what's the record for women 
holding the midnight hobo? Hmm. You know, that's a good question. I will make sure Corla, I look don't that tell up. me you don't know. Let me put it to you this way. I am 75% sure that you are currently the longest reigning female Midnight Hobo champion in history, but I am making myself a note. I haven't even tried yet. Good Lord. You've been keeping the ladies away from this one. What's that? I mean, I I asked if you'd been keeping the ladies away from this belt. I haven't been keeping anybody away from this belt. I mean, I mean, truth be told, Mithras had to face several ladies. I mean, Miss Laddie Buck kept it away from a lot of folk. Yes, yes, I reckon that's not your fault. (laughs) But I will have to do some studying, Vexy. I will say. I do believe you are probably the longest reigning female Midnight Hobo champion in R.A.W.F. history. I, I would say there's a good 75% chance. Well, then that just means I need to make that record harder to break, don't it? But, I mean, and hopefully it continues uh, going going forward. We will find out hopefully next week who the contenders for your Midnight Hobo championship are. Um, with that being said... Anything you would like to say to REWF in general? Anything you'd like to promo on or talk about? Oh, well, I'd like. I don't. I don't want to step on any toes in case we're going to talk about the company rumble later. But I, w- I would like to talk about that if you don't have a spot you know what? for it. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's talk about the ASS company rumble since you're here. <clears throat> And uh, we've talked. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, lads and lasses. Bossman wants to talk about ass. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's nothing <laughs> wrong with talking about ass, especially when you're, ass, especially when you're kicking it in the <laughs> in the company rumble over there, like the team RAWF is. We got through. Let's see, who did we beat in the first round? PDW. What was it? Something like that. I don't know. It, it was, was a shutout. Was, That's what I know. It was a, sh- a 9-0 it, shutout it in the shutout. first round. And then we go into – we face the DOG team, and there are no, there are no slouches. There's a couple of REWF Hall of Famers on that team in RA and Dev. And uh, officially – PCW. Believe, it's for PCW. Oh, PCW. Thank you. And then going into Thank the you, second round – Facing the Death or Glory team, and of course, like I said, very tough team. Uh, a lot of tough people in there. Beast was on there, uh, R.A. and uh, Dev, among others. But uh, I do believe just a little while before this show, Maeve, you clinched our fifth victory out of nine. So that means we should be going on to the finals of the company Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it, so, I mean, and I knew... I knew DOG would be tough, and they certainly were. They did get some wins, no doubt about it. But uh, congratulations, Maeve. You were one of the ones who did win and uh, helped us move on to the finals where we'll see where we who we end up facing. I have a feeling I know who it's going to be. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, we are gonna be, that yeah, one's already settled. settled. Sassy's yeah. Beach House. Sassy's Beach House will be our opponent in the finals. And they got some people on that team that are pretty tough. Uh, Strangle Hearts over there. Um, who else is on that team, Al Vacant? Did you notice? Uh, I can tell you right now. Hold on, give me one second. 
I, I actually have, have it on my phone. Uh, Sassy's team is uh, the Hawkster Bully, Revy Gibson, Striker, Hardcore Assassin, El Perfecto, BD2, Izzy, Revelation, and Mr. Millionaire. Mm. Okay. Strength, wait, did that you say Strangleheart? That's sounding cocky. But I did not hear Strangleheart's name. No, oh, I must. Oh, it must have been on the other team. Okay, never mind. Hmm. All right. Well, still, should be. Strangleheart was on BWF. Ah, my bad. My bad. I mean, give... it don't signify who's on the other team because our, our the RAW team is gonna win. It's what we do. And I do, I do appreciate it. You've been, I believe, you're two and zero in Rumble matches. So I'm like, yeah, you are too. Yes, I am. Everyone won. Everybody won it in the first round. So uh, congratulations to you and the rest of the RAWF team in the company. Yeah, he, uh, he says he's looking at his phone, Vexy. Were, were that not the right list? That's the list that shows right here. Okay, let's try this again. It is Team <laughs> Beach. Let's try it. Sassy's Beach House, correct? We're, uh, we're, we're highly trained professionals here, folks. Sassy's Beach House is the Hawkster, Anton Dare, Striker, Prince, El Perfecto, Strangleheart, Izzy, Psychotic Rage, Mr. Millionaire. Oh, this, then the list they put up is, uh, is mixed, apparently. That's sort of strange. It happens. All right. You were probably looking at Matt. Either way, I still have faith in Team RWS. Absolutely. But it should be tough because from what I know, from what I hear, uh, they've all worked together in in possibly even USL. But, you know, this isn't USL. This is something a little different. So, (sighs) Good, good luck. To team R.A.W.F. when those matches do finally come out this week. Uh, and uh, I will have my fan supports ready. I'm, I've, we you appreciate know, it, Wilson. Why is it the one time I want a bag full of fan supports, the one time I finally get a bag full of power defenses? Somebody explain that one to me. It's, it's, oh, well, I, uh. Uh, anyway. The universe making fun of you, lad. Obviously. Um, but as far as the other goals for 2021, I want to get back in the estrogen scene. I've, uh, I've come closer, but I'm not, I haven't gotten there yet. And, I mean, frankly, it's because there's a lot of tough women in REWF. You do good hiring. So, uh, well done, you. Um, I, I, I keep holding out hope that I, I might someday return to the tag scene, but we'll see how that goes. All right. Well, Maeve, congratulations. I keep, I keep asking and I keep not getting. What's that? About tags? The tag partner I want. Oh. Wow. Oh. Okay. When, I, when well. I left the tags, I said that I said that there were one person I'd tag with. And uh, so far, no luck. So that's that's hmm. my goal for 2021. Okay. Wow. Sounds like it sounds like the future is very bright for you, Maeve, and congratulations. Still, your reigning Midnight Hobo champion is Black Irish's Maeve O'Hare. Thank you, Maeve. Thank you, Bossman. Thank you, Vegas. All right. Keep up the keep up the leg days. 
I will. Quite comfortable. All right, let's bring back in our reigning national champion. He is the paragon of greatness, fresh off a huge victory over Mithras, the title machine at Jingo Hell Rock. Paragon, good evening again. Uh, good evening, Andy. It's, it's a, it was a good night at Jingle Hell Rock. I mean, I think that, you know, I wasn't the only person going into that match not entirely certain that I was not going to be able to defend it. What was that? What the hell was that? Whoa. That came from outside. That is, that is a that very came, loud. That came from out, hold on a second. I'll, I'll, can, uh, talk to Paragon for a second. I'll go look at the window. Sure. Hi, Paragon. What do you think that noise might have been? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a lightning bolt struck oh. some sort of transformer or something. I, this is, Holy crap. You know, well, I know the radio's still going, so that um, must not have been a transformer. I don't know. Par- par- Paragon? Uh, yeah? You, you, you have a tour bus? Um, yeah. Did you bring it to the, drive it to the studio tonight? Uh, I did, yes. Uh, I don't like the tone that you're using right now. Um, well, I say, you say you do have a tour bus? Well, I, mean, I say you don't. Not anymore. It just blew up. Uh, um... <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I, I'm gonna have to we got, go to the window real quick. Yeah, you probably want someone. I got to call the fire department. Hold on a second. What the? What? You got me. Yeah, we need. A, we got a situation what right the, the studios. Fire, tour bus blew up. Get here. Uh, um. Okay, I, okay, I'm trying to keep my head right now. I know I'm a uh, we're in, in studio, but uh, uh, I, well, I, I, you saw it. I I I see it. What, what, what? Okay, well, you might want to go, uh, Paragon. We, we could. You, you know, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you next next week. I think that I got I got something I got to deal with. Yeah, you do. Uh, that does. I, apologies to the RAWF universe. I, I'm sorry. I'll I'll see. I I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, you you know what it was. I bet I, I bet I know what it was. Hmm. Is that he had too much pickle juice in the in in, in the bus? I'm guessing. You know, that stuff can be volatile. You, you know what it does to your stomach. You can imagine what it can do to a tour bus. Let's say it. No? Why you? I'm going to go, probably not. Okay. Well, uh, we'll hopefully get more details on what happened. We'll keep you all informed on that. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm just... It's, it's... All right. Let's bring back in the First Lady of Anarchy. She is your <clears throat> reigning Kubar City... And Powerball champion, she is the first lady of anarchy, the Cougar Cougs. Congratulations yeah. on congratulations winning the Powerball championship for the first time in your illustrious REWF career, adding yet another notch to your belt. How does it feel? Uh, how did how how did it feel to walk out of Jingle Hell Rock with two championships? I, I guess I was mistaken. 
and Boney wasn't as hard as I thought. That's what she said? <laughs> it felt really good. I was very happy that I could actually have that match with him. It was. I was nervous. I thought he was going to take it from me. And I'm glad I got to overcome him. Well, we talked with Maeve about how she's probably the longest reigning female Midnight Hobo champion. Um, You now had the Fubar City Championship two months, three months, something like that? I've defended it three or four times, so... But one of those I know was a call-out defense. Right. But, uh, I mean, you've got to be honing in on possibly the longest reign for the Fubar Sea Championship by a woman. That's something else I need to research and find out for sure. But I, I'm I'm guessing you're, you're pretty close. So another, not, another accolade for you in your illustrious REWF career. So what does 2021 hold for the First Lady of Anarchy? Well, not just for me, but for IWF, it seems like it's going to hold women taking over. I mean, you've got me, you've got Maeve, you've got Vex, you've got Kelly starting to come up. You've got Tigress. I mean, those are all very strong, powerful names right here in IWF right at the moment. And all, you know, they all hold very good, you know, strong titles. Vex is... Uh, Platinum Dragon, you, Powerball, and Fubar, Midnight Hobo, Maeve, and I'm sure Kelly will win her first gold here very soon as well. She's, uh, I would say she's probably hell-bent and determined. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. It, it, it definitely feels like the women are definitely making a push in RAWF as of late, and uh, 2021, I have a feeling, won't be any different, so... With that being with that being said, Coogs, uh, you know anything else you have to say to the RAWF universe? Actually, there is. I've been watching lately, and we have a lot of <clears throat> families all of a sudden popping up. I mean, I know I'm anarchy, so I automatically think family when I hear the word anarchy associated with people, not going out there and causing a bunch of trouble and chaos and all that stuff. I've never thought of it when I heard, no offense to you, the word renegade. I just heard tight-knit group. I never heard them referred to as a family. In the last few months, I've noticed that they've been calling themselves a family. They've been multiplying. I don't know if they're all just getting married or I don't know what's going on there, but they're definitely attempting to grow, um, not necessarily picking the best choices, but hey, that's on them. And then we've got Black Irish calling themselves a family. However, in a particularly brutal match, I didn't notice a single Black Irish member down there. So I, I just need someone to explain to me the definition of family. Well, I mean, people's definitions of family can differ. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But, uh, you know, I've always considered anarchy a, a family and renegades as a family as well. Uh, so, 
<clears throat> you know, it is. I, I, don't know I just think you would support each other a little more if you're going to call yourself a family. You know, I do see renegades going down there and yelling and cheering each other on, but I'm wondering if they're doing it just to irritate the other person's opponent or if they're actually doing it to support their members. You see what I'm saying? I do. Speaking speaking of the... Uh, the <clears throat> Speaking of that, actually, uh, I don't know. That, I know you can't really speak for Beast, but earlier today, in a, in a message to a Beast, Mike Denunzio uh, called out Beast for a match. Uh, <laughs> here it is. He uh, said, uh, "No, where was it? I didn't. It. I had it. There it is." It is. Let's make a sequel. Right. And he's calling out a Matt Beast and Denunzio. Now I don't know if he wants that for the pay per view or for tomorrow's superstars. Uh, and I know you can't speak for Beast, but do you believe that match will happen between Beast and Denunzio? Yes, that match will happen. Beast has responded to Denunzio, and he has also asked if there are any special stipulations that he would like. Well, I know Denunzio's out in the chat. Denunzio, if, let me know what exactly you want and when you want it. And uh, make sure Beast agrees with all the stipulations you make. So, And then the other right. thing I want to point out is somebody has had the gall to say that champions need to come to them instead of them going to the champions. And... um I believe a champion has gone to this particular person, and they lost to that champion. So, uh, Chris, you you may want to go to the champions instead of having the champions come to you, okay? Wait, who said this? Chris Cage. Well, all righty then. I I mean, we already knew he was crazy. Well, after after tonight... <clears throat> After tonight, he can claim he's a champion. Uh, so that is true, and that's true. Denunzio was escorted from the building with Liam, but uh, yeah. All right, so folks, we'll probably have to extend because we still got more people to talk to. But Coops, thank you very much. Congratulations, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, darling. Y'all have a good evening. All right. Next. Uh, oh. Paragon, Paragon, you bet, you bet. Yeah, yeah, um, um, so, yeah, you all right? Yes, want to give every, I want to give everybody a quick update, uh, clearly a lot of thoughts are going through my mind right now, um, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to go fill out some papers here, here uh, in a moment, I just wanted to say, the, you know, the authorities that have arrived on the scene right now, you know, obviously there's a lot of investigation that needs to happen, We'd, we've been able to confirm that whatever has happened to uh, my tour bus is, first of all and, and foremost, nobody was hurt. Uh, we need to make this very clear. No, nobody was inside the bus. Uh, everybody's safe. But um, what has been fi- found out at this point is that this was not some sort of freak 
accident or uh, occurrence, whatever this was, it, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't some sort of vehicle issue. This was an intentionally done act with a, a device of some sort. Uh, that's what we know at this point. Um, beyond that, we don't know much. Uh, got a lot of thoughts going through my head, particularly, um, you know, the last couple of months, there's, there's somebody that I has been a particularly vicious and, um, evil thorn in my side. Somebody who's proven to be um, not above very elaborate schemes to try to take me down. You know, the, the man who failed his way into the world championship, who was at ringside during my national championship with Mithras, uh, you know, right now, I think that that's, that's where my eyes are looking, but I, I don't want to say any names yet. I, that's just um, it's a it's a very it's a very serious situation, and I just I hope that my suspicions aren't true in this situation because uh, this could have been much worse than it was, and this is a beyond the pale situation. Uh, no matter who or what was behind this situation, um, I, as you can tell, I'm I'm quite um, audibly rattled. I I don't know how to respond. I I hope that whatever had happened here as, as we were given the information, this was, this was done intentionally. Uh, I just, I hope that whomever was responsible for this did not intend for somebody to be on the bus. Hopefully this was staged in a way that they, they knew that everybody was clear of the situation and, and was safe. Uh, for, for right now, that's the only updates we have, but I, you know, I'll, I'll try to, I, I, you know, I'll try to arrive next week for after hours and give everybody a proper update if I can. Uh, I just wanted to let assure the REWF universe at this time that everybody is 100% safe and uh, it's a, you know, shame on whoever did this because this is this is very upsetting. Well, Paragon, I hope we get it all sorted out, and uh, you know, I hope I hope you or any other members of the Brotherhood had anything valuable on that bus. You know, I, it, huh, that would suck. You didn't you didn't have like a pickle collection or anything, did you? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, for, fortunately, uh, you know, this is the month that just started. This is you know, we we generally get a little bit of time to you know return home. After pay-per-views, uh, you know, we we hadn't had a lot of time to amass much of anything on the road. Uh, I I don't believe anything of particular value, just ring gear and and road knickknacks and whatnot. Nothing um, particularly valuable, but I think that the value of what was on the the buses pales in comparison to to what what could have been on the bus. Uh, this whole this whole situation is very frightening. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll, you know, as I said, I'll do my best to update everybody hold as on, soon as I can. Hold on a second. I've got, uh, I've got a call. Just get... um, Paragon. Paragon. Yes. You, um, you need to get out to Uncle Frank's house or barn. Apparently, there was another explosion at Uncle Frank's barn. Do you have a barn? Okay. Well. It's a barn slash cabin type thing. Yeah, uh, you, right now you might, time for semantics. I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I. Yeah. Bye. You should go. You should go. Okay.
Wow. Well, apparently someone's uh, openly attacking not just Paragon, but the whole Brotherhood. But next thing, I, 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 I hope, I hope Killer Neptune's yacht's okay. All right. Ugh. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, fresh off a brutal night for her at Jingo Hell Rock. Uh, did not come walk away with a win in either of her contests, and uh, actually spent some got some hospital time in. She is a one only. Crushing Kelly now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Kelly. How how are you? How are you recovering from Jingle Hell Rock? Hey, LA. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, my throat my throat's still a little bit uh, messed up from the match. Um, the doctors wanted me to stay in the hospital for like a freaking month, and I was not having that. I haven't had one comfortable night's sleep in the hospital since I went. I got in there, and I was sick and tired of nurses and doctors poking and prodding at me, and I think there was a certain nurse ratchet that I could have throttled if I had, was in the condition to do so. So I needed to get out of there. It was not not a good night for you. You lost the match night, Carla. You also lost uh, your shot at the Midnight Hobo Championship against Maeve. And then to top it all off, not only did you have to go to the hospital, so did Iceman King Parsons after his uh, brutal attack from Chris Cade. So uh, were you able to spend any time with him uh, since the since Jingle Hell Rock? With what's and how is he doing? Um, I was able to spend a little bit of time checking in on him before I was discharged from the hospital. Uh. I swear to God, if I was in any condition to, Cage would be on my hit list. But I'm letting IKP take care of him when he's in the condition to do so and get out of the hospital. Well, I mean, hopefully you heal up fairly quickly. And uh, get back to doing what you've been doing. What's what's in store for tw- in 2021 for Crushing Kelly? Well, let me quickly uh, 
comment on my matches, <clears throat> excuse me, as far as the Midnight Hobo title, that was one hell of a match. I don't, I've, ne- I've never underestimated Maeve, not by, and she never underestimated me. We would have had the rest of Black Irish at ringside, but this was a battle between the two of us, and they were with us in spirit. As far as the Yuletide Metal Massacre, my Midnight Hobo t- um, title shot was a walk in the park compared to that. Um, and I and I wanted to show I have a little response to uh, Cougar's uh, definition of family, and I wanted to speak specifically about Black Irish. We definitely are a family. Told the other members of Black Irish to stay away from the match. Do not go down to ringside by any for any reason, unless absolutely necessary, because this battle was between me and Nightcrawler, specifically the two of us. And I would hope that he would make sure that Anarchy didn't do anything specifically in our match because we were pretty much killing the killing each other. And I do believe that if Cougar had not shown up with her, with her kids on stage, I may not have survived the match. So, as hellacious as that was, I realized something about myself. I realized that I actually enjoyed myself during that match for some sick reason because hell you've you've seen my past pay-per-view matches all hard all hellacious hell in a cell thursday that thanksgiving bash uh yuletide middle massacre and i got out of the hospital just to come here tonight so that just proves that no matter which opponent comes my way this year, I can take on any and all comers. And I have no doubt that this year will be my year to finally get some R.A.W.F. gold for sure. No doubt about it. Well, Kelly, you rest up, get healed up. And uh, keep us updated on IKP's condition as well. And uh, I'm sure in 2021 you will de- you will definitely thrive. You do seem to to march to the beat of a different drum. I try. Ladies and gentlemen, crushing Kelly, everybody. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. All right. Next up, she is our new Platinum Dragon champion. She is Lady Vex. Vex, a very interesting night for you as well at Jingle Hell Rock. We'll start with the big one. Congratulations, Platinum Dragon Championship. How does it feel? This belt is so much. Um, It feels pretty good. It feels almost as good as that second world title win. Um, Pretty close to the first one, too. Uh, IKP 
gave me a hell of a match. Um, when I thought I had him, he fought back. And at the end, it was really a bang-bang play where I, I I closed my eyes and I hoped that there would be a count. And I, I never heard a single number. <laughs> um, yeah. And what a warm-up for my night to go out there and actually win that to start. So congratulations, uh, heart and soul of RAWF. Uh, you're the first woman to hold that title in, in, in quite a while. So uh, congratulations. It should uh, quite the accomplishment. Now let's go to quickly. We'll touch on that quickly. You're, uh, we're unable to wrest the estrogen title away from Tigress. What's your impression of her as an as a estrogen champion now that you've uh, faced her in the ring? I had a hell of a night on my hands. Um, I can say that I had to pull back in that match. Um, I couldn't give her everything that I wanted to. Um, She didn't have my focus. And uh, as much as I wanted to give her my focus, there was a lot more going on than that battle. Um, I've never denied that Tigress is a difficult person to try to beat. Um, yeah, I can't. I can't go on too much about that match. There, it was the end of my night, and the middle of my night became so much more than I expected it to be, and not in the way that I thought it would be. Oh, you're you're preaching to the choir. You forget I was right there. Well, I'm sure you didn't forget. I was right there <laughs> when when the the middle of your night happened. This uh, scissor match lift match with Teflon Sheik that I was uh, present for. Uh, I mean, you know, I, I I you 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 beat him. You did exactly what you say said you were going to do to him. Uh, he was tumbling from the heavens. Mm-hmm. I was watching him I plummet. I was watching him plummet, and I did not see that I had that somebody had come down the had come down from out of nowhere to get underneath Teflon Sheik until it actually happened. Mithras, the title machine, uh, from from seemingly out of nowhere, there to cushion Teflon Sheik's fall, thus preventing him from any. Serious injury. Um, I mean, it was a bittersweet victory for you, and certainly a bittersweet victory for the fans. But I mean, does what what does to you what does this mean? I mean, does it mean anything to you? Does it mean you 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 finally did you finally settle it with Sheik, or because that happened, it feels like there's still unfinished business. Oh, it absolutely feels unfinished. I went I went up on that lift at just as much risk as Sheik did. Yes, I came back from a broken knee in a month. But I was still at risk. And to see him fall on what could only be called an, an insurance policy... It's so chic, but it's not so Mithras. 
I mean, not the Mithras I, that we've seen <clears throat> all year, Mr. Cordial, Mr. Entertainment, Mr. I have I have nothing. <laughs> I, really, I know. I I, I, I get you. <laughs> It make it makes zero this this makes zero sense. I mean, if I if there was going to be anybody there, I would think Claymore. You know, Claymore would have made sense. Be like, oh, okay, Claymore's sacrificing himself for his friend. But Mithras, who I until until uh, until Jingle Hill Rock thought Mithras really despised Sheik as much as everybody else did. But apparently, these two have an understanding somehow, and hopefully, we'll get to the bottom with it here in just a little bit. Uh, hopefully talking to Mithras the title machine in just a few minutes. But Vex, yeah, I, I, um, I look I look forward to you having that chat with him. Um, uh, it sounds like he and I aren't finished. Um, at least, <laughs> at least if we're looking at the rankings as they sit. Um. And looking at the the, the Christmas tournament, you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I I I was I was in shock. That's that's the only thing. And I've I've had time to process that shock. I mean, the, the Jingle Hell Rock was 2020, but it feels like it just happened. Well, you know, I mean, in, I mean, first. Congratulations, new Platinum Dragon champion, uh, and you know I. At least you got. At least you walked out with something that you 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 can notch that off your list, uh, mark that off your list. Oh, you are yeah, the reigning. Can you see this thing on me? Look at this. This is oh. this is gorgeous on me. It was like it was made for me. I... Yes, it does. It does. I will. We're gonna, I will. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get a photo shoot in. All right, I'm sure I'm I'm sure we can get that one scheduled. Not a problem. All right, Vex, congratulations, and we'll, we will talk to you again very soon. We'll find out next week who, uh, you know, there's a possibility you may be in contention for a shot at the World Heavyweight Championship uh, coming up at Love Hurts, depending where you finished here in the rankings. We'll find out. Well, that would be second year in a row. Yes, it would. Hmm. All right. Thank you very much, Vex. All right. Judge, 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 judgment, judgment. Are you there? Yeah, one job, one job to do. Oh, yeah, it was one job. Hold on. Yes, yes. Who are you talking to? Who has oh, hold on. I don't know. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, yes, I'm there. How are you doing? All right. Well, congratulations, my friend. You can legitimately say. You won the, your candy cane on a pole match at Jingle Hell Rock. I can't, I can't take that away from you. Nobody can take that away from you. Uh, congratulations on a monumental nope. victory over John the Revelator. Yes, John Revelator. He told him he was going to get beat. He got beat. He did. So uh, officially, <clears throat> that makes you. How, what, what's your record now in candy cane on a pole matches? Candy cane on pole match. Now I am officially. Six and one. Six and one. Oh, wow, that's 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 lower than I was expecting you to say. Six and one. I had to come out. I had to, I had to be, you know, um, being with Paragon and them, I decided I had to be be nice and have to do what I'm supposed to. Uh, supposed to be nice and all this stuff, but you know, some somebody somebody left to Paragon. I don't know what's going on. Whew. 
why I hate to be in his shoes right now. But anyway, I just have to say, I decided I have to be nice and I have to do what's right. You know, they, they spread right and justice, so I got to be right and justified to say that I am. Oh, no, sorry. I am one win and six losses. That's it. Oh, you're what? Oh, you were saying you're one win and you've only. Okay. Wow, you really are. Yeah. Well, I mean, the truth, but the truth is that is your match. Uh, you know, that is something you, you have been, you have put yourself out there every Christmas for that match. And that, that in itself deserves a round of applause. And the fact that you won can, we can legitimately say you won that match, um, is, 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 is a tribute to you. So congratulations, sir. Thank you, Mom, Dan. It deserves it. I deserve it to be, be so trivialized. You are Mr. R.A.W.F. We we say that every time I say that every time I talk to you, every time I introduce you. Uh, it is is it is your moniker. It is your one of your, one of your many nicknames. I want to know mm-hmm. what what does 2021 hold for Mr. R.A.W.F. 2021 holds Mr. R.A.W.F. is going to I'm going to be I'm going to come out and as soon as I get Rakins up here, uh, I'm hoping Griffith keeps the title. This weekend over He's the men's title Because I want to come up To the men's title I want to make it my belt That's my belt I've had that belt The longest And I want it back I mean he may have nope. Held the belt the longest I've had the belt I've had the belt More times And I, I want my belt back Okay Alright Well good luck to you In, in, in that yeah. endeavor Judgment And good luck to you Hold on just um, Hold on I'll, I'll get back yeah. in a second. Just hold on Just hold on I'll be with you in a second <clears throat> Okay. You should have messed up. You did drop the ball. Okay, I'm back. I'm there. So who dropped the ball? They. You're talking about. You're what talking ball? about New Year's Eve. They dropped yes, the ball. He dropped the ball on New Year's Eve. He dropped the ball on New Year's Eve. I mean, we had the ball set up to go, and he he dropped it before he got to one. Hmm. Just oh, can't believe you. Can't believe you. that. That's got to be frustrating. I can't believe. All that. right. Self 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 stuff just does crazy stuff. Oh, a self. Oh, we all know how self feels. Okay. All right. Well, Judge, good luck to you in 2021. Well, we will talk to you again very soon. Is this 2021? Yeah, you, you know. You said you talk to me again in 2021. I'm going to talk to you again in 2021. Probably talk to you again next week. But is it 2021? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm there. Little help here, Bill Bacon. I, I don't. I, I have no idea what how to help you on this one. Bill Bacon, how are you doing, sir? I'm, I, I have to say, I'm like, I hope you had a perfect little holiday. I'm glad you had a perfect little holiday. I did very good holiday, and it seems like you know you enjoyed yourself. I did. I had a good time, and I don't know what. Oh, it's time to go. Okay, I've got to go. You guys have a great evening. I've got to go take care of something. Mm. Got my clubs in my bag. Let's go. See you All guys. right. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, Did we you talk- be acting a little strange to you. I mean, it's Judge. I mean, that's fair. So you know, it's so, I never yes, know what. No. Yes, but no. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, a man with three personalities. Uh, he wants to talk about something that happened at Jingle Hell Rock that he wasn't. Actually, that involved in, but yet directly involved in. He is the one and only.
and gentlemen, Mark Caliber is here. Mark, good evening, sir. Hey, all right. Oh, vacant. Long time no see. How, how, how have you been? How's your holiday? Could have been worse. You all know so, that I've been spending some time in the hospital lately. Yes. First of all, how is your health? How are you feeling? And uh, you know, are you are you ready to get back into action anytime soon? You know that I'm ready, LA. Okay. Good. Good to know, Mark. But let's talk about what happened at Jingle Hell Rock between your brother Alex and Boney in the bloodbath match. That was that had a very controversial ending. I'll let you explain what happened. Well, before the controversial ending happened, I decided to make my presence known. Wanted to show that Boney, he didn't finish the job. Sure, I got 16 stitches on the top of my head. Lost a lot of blood, was sent to the hospital. But there's one thing that Boney didn't realize that he did. One thing, and you you probably noticed that even though my hair is still black, but the paint that I'm wearing seems to be a little similar to this comic book villain wearing the wearing the coat, but I'm also wearing uh, Josh's pants at the same time, you know. Also, I'm carrying this little. Uh, toy here wrapped in barbed wire here. Let's just say Boney kind of did something probably even worse than what I was going through before. Now, in regards to what would happen, as I was getting my hands on Boney, finally Flashy got involved and we were going at it at ringside. And then, of course, Tried to knock me out, but as you can see, even with a steel chair shot to the head, I'm still here. And then Slashy decided to help Boney finish things off. Threw my brother in the tank full of blood, but let's be honest, that didn't really help them at all. Basically re-energized him. Ever since this vampiric assassin thing, Alex has been acting a little weird. I've been acting a little weird myself, but Controversial finish, as you just mentioned. If I'm not mistaken, the opponent has to put him in the tank of blood. And last I recall, Slashy was not his opponent. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is true, and it was, you know... Boney was declared the winner after the ref did not, but the ref did not see who actually threw him in. He just assumed uh, it was Boney. So, you know, it. (sighs) So, Mark, what's going to happen going forward? What is it you want to see happen uh, to get revenge or redemption for what all that Boney and Slashy have now put you through? 
let's just say this away. Me and my brother, we want revenge. So much revenge, it needs its own zip code. And let's just say this. Every single time we see their faces on these posters nowadays, it just makes us just makes us angry, you know. It just makes us makes us want to do things that at times we would regret. That's that's just it. We want to get our hands on Slashy. We want to get our hands on Boney. Now I understand that Boney might be retiring soon, which is totally understandable. But if he thinks that he's it's going to get away with it. If, if Slashy thinks he's going to get away with it, they are sadly mistaken. Okay. Well, Mark, it uh, sounds like you've got got some planning to do, some revenge to plan. So I wish you good luck on that. Let me know what what is in store uh, going forward when we talk about you and Alex and Slashy and Bodie, all right? Well said. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mark Calabria. They could, I have to say, as 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 weird as it may sound, start to that may be the most normal we've heard him sound in quite a while. I mean, it's not a high bar, but you see. Yeah, I mean. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, now time, it's now time to talk to our new White Lightning champion. He had a busy night at Jingle Hell Rock as well. Uh, he is the one and only. champion. He is Mithras, the title machine. Mithras, good evening, sir. Mithras? I believe it. Yeah, I was just playing a joke on you. I was muted. Uh, how are you doing, Amethyst? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, that happened. Button. That happened, sir. So so what's congr- congratulations, White Lightning champion. Your first time you've held that in your RAWF career, how did it how how did it feel to fight in that electrified steel cage and win that championship? Well, as a professionally trained athlete, uh, it was it was different. Um, but you know, I do pretty well in those hardcore matches. Uh, 
just because I'm trained as an athlete doesn't mean I don't know how to, you know, hit somebody with a hammer or a chair or a garbage can in the electrified steel cage. Well, that just adds a little different, uh, you know, twist to to it. And Beast put up a, a great fight, as always. Um, but, you know, my I think my hardcore experience helped a lot with that. And it's nice to have a title I haven't had before. You know, I was... It's kind of, de- you know, it's a little depressing to go to the RAWF promotional pages, and they've got, you know, Claymore and Griffith, Paragon, I think, and Beast and Tiggs and all these other people. And I was like, wait, I, I used to be on that page until about a month ago. And so now it's nice to be back up there. Oh, good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you, I, I too, I'm glad that you are, are still on the champ, back on the champions page. Uh, was un, unable to beat Paragon for the national title. Would you briefly like to explain that? Tell me what happened there. Uh, I lost. That's briefly. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a close match. It, it kind of reminded me of the match with uh, Griffith. In fact, it was very similar to the match with Griffith because, uh, uh, you know, Paragon dominated early. And then, uh, you know, candidly, I'd made a hell of a comeback. It just wasn't enough at the end. Had pre- Like I say, it had basically the same ending as the world title match with Griffith, which is, and to be honest, was pretty frustrating. Um, you know, I, I, I bashed in a locker after I left the, the, uh, the arena. I was in the locker room, and I just had to beat something up, and the locker was right there. All right. Well, one uh, one other thing I ne- I need to talk to you about, yeah. Mithras. Um, yeah. I've got uh, yeah, I've, I've got, got a couple of things I want to talk to you about, by the way. But let's let I'll let you go first. I want I got four words for you. A quick question: What the actual fuck? <laughs> what? Here we here ever I watching Teflon she plummet. <laughs> 30 feet in the air from Vex throwing yeah. him off that scissor lift, expecting to see him go splat at my feet. I was going to celebrate. I was going to, you know, it, it was going to be one of the greatest things I'd seen all year. It would have been a hell of a way to end my 2020. And when he <laughs> lands, all of a sudden, there's Mithras, the title machine, to break his fall. <laughs> Yeah. So again, I have to let, let me let me let me say it one more time. What yeah. the actual fuck? Why? Well, look. Why? Why? All right. First of all, is Vex Lady Vex still on the call? She is still here. Okay. Well, th- that match that's all about her and she and and she won that match and I'm not going to steal any of her thunder. Uh, it was a hell of a match. He beat the crap out of the guy, uh, honestly. Um, and yeah, he he she threw him off the uh, the, uh, the scissors, won the match, and that's what that's what matters, you know. You're, I don't know. I was just there. I was watching the match, and then this guy comes dropping down from thirty. Well, actually, wasn't it a little more? But anyways, thirty feet, and. Um, yeah, I, I broke the guy's fall. I saved you a hell of a lot of money on your health plan, uh, you know, because that guy, he probably would have died. I mean, let's face it, the guy would have died. But, um, yeah, so, so, but so this is all about that. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. So you're you're saying you just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and that it was an absolute coincidence that he fell on you. 
well, or you could say the right place at the right time. Or the wrong place at the right time. Depending on whose perspective you're taking it from. Or the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could you could go all, you know, all vacant on, on it and, you know, go around in circles, which, you know, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, maybe you'll hear more about it. <laughs> because now it, it let me may, ask it, you a question. Are I mean, you I like have to basically go ahead. I mean, I I have to say that would explain things, but I don't. I look back at the replay of the match, and that's not what it looked like to happen. But okay, we'll, we'll we'll go with that. What is it you wanted to ask me? First of all, okay. So you know, I've I've uh, griped to put it mildly about my my stuff getting copied and I don't mean that stuff I mean you know my shtick my my you know promotions and stuff and now you're doing it dude you're introducing everybody as the one and only there is only one and only and that would be Mithras the Dino Machine all right capiche are we done we good I've been introducing everybody as one only ever since I started doing this have, have you never known me not to say at least one time during a radio show the one and only? No, you repeated a lot, actually. I was actually going to say you might need a thesaurus. Well, I mean... Anyway, I mean, well, I've absconded we, with it, and I don't want you using it again, all right? <laughs> Within reason. Within <laughs> reason. Because there really is only one and only, you know? I mean, you, you can't keep keep saying that. And the... Uh, the other thing is, um, you know, Vex might be able to get revenge on a certain title machine if they both are at the top of the rankings, yes? I mean, there's this is true. There is a fairly decent chance that the two of you will face off uh, a week from tomorrow for a number one contendership to the World Heavyweight Championship. There is a decent chance of that, yes. It so, isn't so, you know, it, it isn't definitive, but I would say it's a decent chance. It's it's close. It's very close, actually. Which it's closer than very what close. you would know. <laughs> you might be surprised um, of what I expect, but in any event, so there was the thing about about Lady Vex, and she can get revenge on me. <clears throat> And then, yeah, the one and only thing, come on, knock it off. And and there's other people doing stuff that just me off, and, and that's all right. I'll beat the crap out of them next time we have matches. But, uh, yeah, so that was basically all I had. Um, good match, Paragon, you fucking son of a bitch. And, uh, <laughs> and same to Beast. Beast uh, put up a good, good fight. All right. Well, Mithras, thank you for your time, sir. We will uh, My talk. We will find out. We will have the final rankings out next week while everyone will know where they finished. With that being said, I'm going to do a quick promo segment before I call before we call it a night. Uh, Mithras, is there anything you'd like to promote tonight? Keep an eye on the uh, company Rumble. It's it's gotten very exciting and. Uh, very good teams there, and that's all I had. All right. Thank you, Mithras. Uh, Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight? 
course, there is the company that I own, Commonwealth Wrestling, here in Wrestler Unstoppable. We got about five to six weekly shows, monthly pay-per-views, weekly tournaments, monthly tournaments as well. Plenty of championships, of course. I finally have a couple of guest GMs, which is Beast and Mike Denunzio. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name right. Our, our pay-per-view uh, summits will be January 17th. I'll put the link in the chat. But also, uh, speaking of Commonwealth, I have another version of Commonwealth Wrestling on my YouTube channel, uh, Mark Caliber 17. I'm doing a, a digital version of Summit as well. And uh, I'll put both links in the chat here. One from the YouTube video that's going to be premiering on the same day, January 17th. And of course, the scene do the actual pay-per-view from Restaurant Unstoppable. All right. Thank you, Mark. Let's see here. And last, I believe, El Vacant. Uh, you know, actually, I, I don't really have anything new to discuss today. Uh, you know, the, 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 the hot chocolate is sold out. Uh, we don't know what the next promotion is going to be yet. All right. All right, folks. Well, we will return next week. RAWF After Hours. Final rank period rankings will be announced. Contender matches will be announced. And uh, we'll talk more about the stories we've talked about tonight and whatever ones should pop their, pop their ugly head during this week. With that being said, good night, everybody, and uh, have a good week. Hasta la bye-bye. <laughs>